Marissa liked the failure at the party. Marissa liked the failure at the party. Marissa liked the failure at the party. And at the party, Marissa liked the failure. And then chili. Uh-huh. And then his mom makes a dish that he also she also makes almost every time we go home just called chicken and noodles. And it's truly just <laughs> chicken. It's like chicken noodle soup, but no soup. It's like thick chicken Those like soup. thick egg uh, noodles? Yes. With no vegetables. The frozen. With just chicken. Literally just and chicken noodles. plus It's meat and carbs. That's all you need. And it's like, I mean, when she makes it, she makes it's like. Like a giant pot of it. And it feeds everybody, which is two, four, eight. Like it made like ten people for probably three days. <laughs> where I feel like we're always eating chicken and noodles. Well, you guys look great. <laughs> Keep it up. I think it's working. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Welcome to Fill Your Art Party. Hi. <laughs> this is Marissa, and I'm back with Gina. Hey, guys. And my... we're at my house. Yes. She has been so generous to open up her house to do today's project, which is graffiti. So that is, uh, well, which we will be going outside. Right now we're inside, not graffiti mm-hmm. inside. And this is a listener's choice episode. That's so cool. Ooh. When you said you were going to make a poll, I was really excited. And I, I personally, obviously, was really excited for all the options. But uh-huh. that's my baby. <laughs> yeah, this this sounds of the American household right here. <laughs> right. He's eating. So yeah. he, uh, he's very vocal. He's only one, so he doesn't know. <laughs> it's all good. I love it. I love the, the background noise. Uh, it's, it's just funny, you know. You know, we're just... Like, a couple of white women about to do graffiti. I think it uh, it's different. So, <laughs> so yeah, so this is Listener's Choice. And um, I think that, you know, maybe one reason is probably, I think people were hoping maybe we would do some vandalism. <laughs> and again, we're two white 30-year-old women. Yeah, and I, you know what? I thought about it, Gina. The other day I was riding my bike, and I saw this wall... Under this bridge, like on the way to the naval base, that had like a ton of graffiti on it. And it's like, we could probably get away with it. Well, you live right downtown. I feel like there's probably tons of graffiti areas that people use. But there, yeah, I mean, we got nervous. Uh-huh. We got nervous like going into an open mm-hmm. parking garage to do art. So I don't think we would actually be like, I don't think our nerves could take it. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> and I did go and check, and there are, are still our paint splatters are still in the parking garage. That was actually our first graffiti. That was. That was our first graffiti. Yeah, so we've already done vandalism. <laughs> so this subject is so cool. But before before we get into the history of graffiti and just get right to it, I wanted to talk about, just to follow up from our resin episode. Oh. You have been doing more resin crafts. Yes, Marissa. You are, that was my gateway resin experience. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. Tell me some of the things you're, tell the audience some of the things you're doing and how they can follow you on Instagram. And if they want your stuff, they got to pay for it. Because <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Um, because we started doing the resin episode on this podcast, I then decided to continue with it and I was really excited and I still am really excited about it. And, um, I've tried a lot of different things, but what seems to be sticking are just these cute little resin. Um, I like using resin and dried flowers, pressed flowers, and I got a Cricut machine for Christmas. So Mm -hmm. all of these kind of culminate and I make these... Um, cute little like keychains uh-huh. 
and um, bookmarks and little like notebook covers and um, I'm still learning but I've sold some stuff. That's so cool, Gina. Which I never expected to do so just cool. by posting it on my Instagram. Yeah. And um, and the coasters. You showed me some of the coasters yeah. you made. They are very professional looking. So I just... And so you just, you kind of just do it in your spare time and you kind of play around and kind of see what's out there. Yeah. And, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, my spare time is literally after eight o'clock on the weekends. Yeah. <laughs> after sure. I put my kids to bed. Uh -huh. um, and I'm lucky if I do that maybe once or twice a week. Uh huh. And then um, sometimes on the weekends. And my husband keeps my kids busy while I try to figure something out. I, like I was telling Marissa, I had a couple of big old art failures this morning. Please share. I love, well, You've had some successes, and we celebrate successes, but we also celebrate failures. Yeah. So tell me the failure you had this morning. I, um, so there are multiple, turns out there are multiple types of resins out there. And huh. so the one we used in our episode where it was a two-part epoxy resin. Okay. Um, you know, like a resin and a resin hardener. We mixed them together uh -huh. and then it cured. Um, there's also a resin that's called UV resin and uses UV light to cure. So it cures in minutes instead of a day. Oh, and so um, okay. I was trying to make a bookmark for the very first time using UV resin, and I just did not cure it nearly as long enough, long enough, and um, so I took it, it out of the it mold. Drew, it drew, like dried yeah, I just, up really quickly. I took it like the top dried nicely, the uh -huh. top that was like most exposed to the UV light. Uh huh. And I truly just use like if you think about have you ever gotten like a manicure with like shellac that uh -huh. they have to like cure under the little lamp where you put your nails under? It's, yeah, it's just one of those. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. Um, and so I put my whatever I'm making under uh -huh. that light, and um, it just didn't, it cured really well on the top, and then I, it's like, if you imagine, I don't even know, like, you know, like an omelet or something, so like the top was nice and cured, and then I took it out of the mold, and the whole underside was like goofy still. Oh, no. <laughs> so I thought, it was like, yeah, it's doing it, and then uh -huh. I unmolded it, and it was just like. So, but it was the first time I had used UV resin in a mold, so okay. the, the, Keychains I'm making, I just I just put it right on top and I stick it under. I don't like oh, put it under okay. or anything. So I just use a little popsicle stick and I scoop it on and I spread it out and then gotcha. I and then I cure it. Um, so that's so it it yeah. looks so good and it does seems like it doesn't take terribly long. These I mean, the one I made for you this morning uh -huh. maybe took me an an hour. Okay, with two kids running around. So I mean like okay, not super an focused. hour with distractions. Yeah, yeah. All right. And I have found some really great. I use. Um, some really great Etsy shops mm. to buy pressed, like real pressed flowers, and they're all from Michigan, which is where I'm from. Oh my god! So I found a couple like Michigan-based yeah. Etsy's that specifically like sell pressed flowers. So that's really cool. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's so. Cool. So I've been buying those from those shops. That's very, very cool, and I like you keeping it. Local, in a sense. Local to my <laughs> home roots, not yeah. to my Corpus Christi roots. And then, yeah, yes. I, I also have made these, like, they're like little letters. Uh-huh. I saw the one that I made for Michaela at work. Yeah. And, um, so I made those. I haven't made really anything uh, except those coasters. So if people want to see your beautiful designs, where can yeah. they go? I have an Instagram. It's called Claire Deloon Designs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure we could probably link that in the... I would definitely Pod notes. will. Yes. But, I mean, it's truly, there's maybe like six pictures up there, so it's nothing super Gotta start exciting. somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, gotta start somewhere. That's my dog. That's sorry. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's truly, truly started uh -huh. that hobby. Yeah. Um, thanks to the pod. 
That's that's it. That I am inspired. That you are inspired, <laughs> and it just uh, it's the you know it's really the reason. Part of the reason I do this podcast is to inspire people to do things. It's kind of easier to just look at videos online and just kind of look and be sad and be like, oh, everybody's so good and I'm not good at anything. <laughs> but yeah. but then you just have to get out there and just try and mess it up a little bit and then, you know, hone in on your craft and refine it a little bit. So that's great, Gina. Yeah, thanks. Yay. <laughs> All right. So let's get to the history of graffiti. Are you so excited to hear about this? I would love to. Listen. I know. <laughs> oh so gosh. to preface, uh-huh. I, except for looking at it, <laughs> sure. Yeah. I know nothing about graffiti. I don't know anything about its history. I don't know mm. anything about its roots. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about how it's done. <laughs> what do you I know, know? I know it comes from a, a spray paint can. <laughs> yes. All, yes. But it doesn't have to necessarily. Great. Okay. Teach, teach me more. <laughs> okay. So um, graffiti seems to be like one of the oldest forms of artwork. And it's... Um, oh, like, like cave drawings? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like I mean, old, 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 old. Yes, we're talking old, and this is like where. So is graffiti technically just like anything put on a wall? Yes, that is uh, for public view that you don't have permission to do. So oh. I don't know how it worked in cave days, but you, you know your caves like if you're gonna mark on somebody you went else's to your neighbor's cave, cave. Yeah, you went to your neighbor's cave and left you know a daunting message. Uh huh. Or in, in hieroglyphs like, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, hieroglyphs, <laughs> Sanskrit, whatever the languages are. Uh, maybe just like a really fat deer or... I don't yeah. know. What Stick if, figure. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what... Alien UFO. Oh, Gina. We don't have to go there. We can Wait, go I know. <laughs> Another time. Another time. But yes. Um, so... So yeah, that is the formal definition. Is any writing or drawing on a wall or surface without permission and it's in public view. Um, graffiti is actually plural and singular form, but if you just wanted to go singular, you could say graffito. Oh, like Peter. raviolo instead of ravioli. So Gina's Italian. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you have Italian. Is that I don't know raviolo. Is that yeah? Like if you okay. like if you get served one giant ravioli, it's technically a raviolo. I didn't know that. That's incredible. Okay. So, <laughs> so is graffiti though? Then is the word come from like Latin? I'm assuming. Well, it seems that way. It seems very. So I'll look it up while you're reading. Perfect. And so a lot of the origins come from the Mediterranean. So a lot of a lot of Italian, a lot of Greek, and a lot of Egyptian art is where the graffiti Oh yeah. So graffiti the word is derived from the Italian word graffio, which means to scratch. Nice. Graffiti, incised inscriptions, plural but often used as singular. Yeah. Very nice. We are speech therapists, so that's really interesting. That, that, <laughs> we do think that is interesting. Yeah. Sweet. So. Sorry. No, no, no. They, thank you for. I appreciate <laughs> that. So this can. So it consisted mostly of carving inscriptions into stone, some pictures. So in general, sometimes it was just people were um, inscribing love declarations, political, whatever propaganda, <laughs> propaganda, or you know, probably if. Rhetoric yeah, or whatever. Okay. And then, um, or they're just dunking on other people, you know? It's just good old roast. <laughs> yeah, good old roasting their friends. Um, 
So, and it, lots of prostitution stuff, too. Oh, like, come over here? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah like, like, this way? Like, call Jan for way? a good time. Oh, like <laughs> you were talking about bathroom graffiti. Yeah, and that made me kind of think about, um, you know, I didn't ever think about this, but, and I don't see this much anymore, but bathroom stall uh, writings are graffiti, too. Yeah. And sometimes it can be real crass. Sometimes it can be a little deep. So Sometimes, yeah. I feel like, so, I remember <laughs> just being in college and... I have a very specific memory. There was a place that we used to go uh-huh. uh, called Waldo's, and <laughs> you got on Tuesdays whole pitchers of mixed drinks. Uh huh. Hell anyway, yeah. Okay. Uh, they had a sink up the day. Yeah. 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 R.I.P. <laughs> and yeah, I remember very specifically one night going into a bathroom there and just like looking at I don't know, some kind of. It might have been just as simple as like. You know, like, because you do expect bathroom hmm. graffiti to be really like, oh, this makes me ugh, yeah, right. cringy, or uh-huh. like, call this number, <laughs> For- or like, you know, so and so is a boob, or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. But then you have like, very- dick pics. Yeah, yeah. Or like, yeah, yeah there's wieners everywhere. Oh, yeah, just yeah. drawn wieners everywhere. So and so I, I just yeah. remember one night, like, seeing, like, you, like, just something stupid, like, you're beautiful, or like, you're yeah. better than, blah, yeah. you're better than this. Graffiti wiener. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. Or and just, I feel like, yeah. you know, in women's restrooms, that's kind of just like the women empowerment is more just like, we're not going to draw wieners all over the place. We're going to make women feel better about themselves. I know. And I think, yeah, like when women aren't, you know, and that you're not being mean with each other, they can really just, women just know how to support yeah, each other. Yeah, because when you're a little yeah. drunk and you're, in a, and you're going pee <laughs> in, a, in a bar oh. and you see another girl that told you that you're beautiful, like, oh my no. that's perfect. I don't think there's anyone more supportive than a drunk female. Yeah. And, <laughs> Nobody yeah. in the world. College age, sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. Everybody I do age. miss, yeah, in COVID I miss being able just to go find, like, a drunk woman stranger at a bar and just yeah. have her yeah. tell me, yeah. She really, 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 really loves your hair. Yeah, she, <laughs> yeah, she does. <laughs> and she knows that I'm better than that and that I deserve better and I need to just go for it yeah. and do me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so actually, there was some ancient Italian graffiti that truly was a phallus and it just, the words next to it said, handle with care. <laughs> so they were funny back, you know. You know, you feel Italians. like as Italians, they're hilarious. Case in point, and um, I just thought that was interesting. Because, yeah, you know, I did write down dick pic. Yeah, love so, it. So, um, but that dick pics were still like a thing back then, and that people like. I just, I think it's so funny that how humor can still stick after to like transcend decades, decades, thousands, centuries. centuries. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and then I, you know, I just wrote something about, you know, like sometimes install might say never give up and how that's funny while you're on the toilet. Mm-hmm. You can kind of let that mean whatever you want to mean. Um, anyway, so, but I think that, you know, this kind of made me think, I think I've done graffiti before. Well, other than that time we did, we splattered paint in the parking garage, but. Accidental uh, graffiti. Accidental graffiti. But, like, uh, carving when I was young, like, I carved on a bench and said, you oh, know. Oh, sure. You know, like, MH was here. Sure. And I think it's empowering, and I think, you know, it kind of made me think graffiti is kind of a way to immortalize yourself a little bit. Have you leave your mark? I know. We've actually been here before together, but we sat outside, uh-huh. but um, Executive Surf Club, that whole place is just full of graffiti. Oh. On the inside, like, you yeah. can't find, you can't find... That's so a true. table area, like a t- spot on the table, spot on the chair, spot oh, on the walls that is not written yeah. on by somebody. It's like bathroom, but it's like it's like the 
lowbrow bathroom stall. Sure, sure, sure. It's just a mixed bag. You don't know what you're going to get. Yeah, and that's like my one of my, what it used to be one of my favorite reasons for like going there. I loved Mm -hmm. just like looking at it. It's so funny. It's just such a like a conversation filler. It really is. Yeah. And I think it, it just is telling of the time. I don't know. Sure. It's just kind of... that's like, Do you think some... they wrote graffiti back in, like, in old English? And then we're, like, with the was here, like, W-U-Z well, here? It, uh, maybe. Like, that's... So, <laughs> so it ranges from crash, crass to... It can also get kind of poetic. Sure. It, you know, it doesn't have to be um, rough. Like, there was um, this big... What was it called? It was in Sri Lanka, and it's this big stone fortress and what is it called oh sig oh, i'm gonna mess this up sigiria s-i-g-i-r-i-y-a okay yeah and um and it's just it's so there were frescoes in there and they're basically using paint on the stone <laughs> and it was like supposed to be like 500 hot babes in there not like no but tastefully done mm-hmm. okay and then some like really nice poetry which said like geese who have seen a lake, I listen to a message given by her. Like a bee who has seen full-blown lotuses, the bewildered heart of mine was consoled. I think it's about a guy who wants a girl. <laughs> but I, but but you know, they, it can get poetic. So you know, it, it ranges. Yeah. Um, so maybe in old English, they had you know, little. Because truly, I feel yeah. like people I mean, people who are doing graffiti are probably they mm. consider themselves artists so they consider themselves probably some sort of sensitive and um, uh-huh. graffiti is meant to be seen so I feel yeah. like you know yeah. it's going to be either like very innocent like mm-hmm. Gina was here <laughs> <laughs> or it's going to yeah. be very profound and like meant to make like a like a powerful statement and I guess the th- cool thing is you know it's going to be seen like it's art mm-hmm. for sure that's going to be seen mm-hmm. and it's still I mean even with I guess you can also put stuff on social media and the internet now to make sure. I mean, yeah, I guess Yes, so. but it is kind of, but this is like cooler because it's illegal. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, and then I just have, you know, there was, you can, yeah, use it for political rhetoric or maybe like religious commentary. There was a very, very old piece of graffiti called Aleximenos Graffito. Gra- you said graffio, but I thought... In Wikipedia, it's a graffito. Okay. I don't know. I'm, like, kind of known for mispronouncing things. Anyway, um, basically, it shows who I presume is Alex, worshiping a crucified guy with a donkey head. Um, so I think he's, you know, mocking Christianity. But then then I was like, you know, a donkey head represents the sun god of Ra in Egyptian history. So there's another rabbit hole to go Should down there. Here, yeah. Yeah, something about that. I'm so bad at gleaming themes like that i'm just like must be just some dude with a donkey head yeah well like surely there's a deeper meaning maybe i mean maybe he's just like and i don't know if donkey meant like ass back then yeah like the connotation yeah but um i'm actually pretty good at finding patterns where there might be none but Mm -hmm. sure it's great yeah so we're together we're together we might hit some middle ground (laughs) um so all right, so that was all historical. Let's get to the more modern graffiti. Okay. So that was really made popular by hip-hop culture. There is some other stuff, like, around, like, wartime that 
more propaganda type stuff. Yeah, yeah, and and like soldiers used to like always they put the phrase Kilroy was here everywhere. Kilroy? Kilroy. I wonder why. I don't know. And if you're out there and you know more about that, feel free to send send me an email or at failureparty at gmail.com <laughs> or put a comment on the Facebook page. But the but most of us really think about modern graffiti in terms of like using spray paint, which is what we have today. So <laughs> and Again, you know, Gina and I, we we hope we do this well, but yeah, it's it. We don't know about a lot about hip hop culture. Yeah. Um, but we're gonna do our best a little bit. So there is in in 1979. Okay, I'm gonna back up. If you want to really get to the history of like graffiti in New York and Chicago, and it's really in Philadelphia and like those heavily urban areas where it really started to pop up. Um, there is a PBS documentary called Style Wars, which, Ooh. yeah, and it's kind of controversial because they glorify the artists, but, you know, government's like, hey, that's vandalism, but sure, I don't care. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, they're glorifying a quote-unquote, like, a criminal. Yeah. Something's wrong. Yeah, and, but, for, a, apparently for a lot of people, it kind of was an alternative to other forms of ways to pass the time, such mm -hmm. as drugs, mm -hmm. you know, so... I think it's fine. And so so I I got I found this graffiti artist that I'll kind of share a little bit about him but maybe if you want to you you were telling me about this man named Banksy and it was so interesting. So actually I'll let you go first on that. Okay, so yeah. So the only thing the only and first thing that comes to my mind when Marissa mentioned graffiti is Banksy. And I'm sure everybody else out there knows way more about Banksy than I do. And I truly just read his Wikipedia page, which was very, very interesting. Um, so Banksy is an anonymous artist that is started up in the UK um, in like the 1990s. And so he started doing this street art with mostly political under undertones, mm. um, very satirical, uh, very like dark humor so like okay. think of like children and i i apologize in advance because i know that these are all probably stemming from very sensitive mm, subjects that i okay. just don't know enough about but yeah. i just know like the images that like you know i've seen in over the years that i associate with banksy so there like i said he's an he is an anonymous an anonymous artist mm -hmm. and um but there have been some names that he has been associated with and so because of that they have like a guess on like how old this dude is where he's from oh wow um that's great so he's been able to stay anonymous for yes his whole career partly, pretty much. yeah partly because that's just his jam and partly because what he is doing is illegal okay so they know that he like moved around the uk oh. from bristol to london to a whole bunch of other places, um, and that he he lets basically. So I guess the big thing is that he lets his art be famous instead of him becoming famous. So like he wants to put the power of fame behind the images that he creates instead of behind his name. Oh, okay. Whereas like you know modern yeah. day celebrities, like they are famous, and because they are famous, the movies they are in are famous. I see. Okay, that I can get behind that. Yeah, I like that. It's, I think it's really, really cool. Uh huh. Um, so he has been referred to, I guess, in 2017, um, a DJ on the air referred to him as Rob on accident. Uh huh. So that kind of corresponds with this Robert. So one of his known 
potential names is Robert Del Naha. Um, he's in a band called a hip hop band. Uh huh. No, Trip band. Trip? Um, called Massive Attack. A trip band? Mm-hmm. Hmm. He's also maybe potentially known as Jimmy or Jamie Hewlett, comic book artist and a designer for um, the virtual band, the Gorillas. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and then another one that um, Neil Buchanan, but then Buchanan's publicist said that that was fake, so blah, 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 blah. And then I guess back in 2014, which I vaguely remember, there was an internet host hoax that circulated that said Banksy um, had been arrested and his identity was revealed, but I guess that... So he did. He started in the 1990s and went all the way kind of up until, I think, maybe like 2018, 2019 was his bit, like, last biggest thing, and I wanted to give you some examples of some of the stuff that he did real quick. Okay, sure. So uh, these are just some examples of his notable artwork. So at mm-hmm. the London Zoo, he climbed into the penguin enclosure oh, and painted We're Bored <gasps> of Fish... Uh, in the penguin <laughs> encounter. Also at the London Zoo, he left a message. I want out. This place is too cold. The keeper smells boring, boring, boring. I'm and the dead. elephant and it closes. So he's all about like activism. Yeah, animal um, rights. Okay, I got that. Um, I think one of the cooler ones that, oh, in 2005, he designed six station ideas for Nickelodeon. Whoa. Like the, the, you know, the TV station. Okay, interesting. Um, a lot of, just a lot of, so this one's interesting. In June 2006, he created um, his art, the work of art called Well Hung Lover, an image mm. of a naked man hanging out of a bedroom window on a wall visible from a park street in central Bristol. So the image sparked a heated debate within the Bristol City Council, leaving it up to the public to decide whether it should stay or <gasps> go. What they say? After an internet discussion, that seems, uh-huh. that seems really, um, you know, vague, uh-huh. um, 97% of the 500 people surveyed supported the stencil and wanted to keep it, so it stayed in the city. I love yeah. that. Because he's like, you know, like yeah. a local, he's like a local dude there. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's nice they made it up, they made, left it up to the people. Yeah, I think so too. Um, one of the more recent um, things that he did that I thought, so this is under, it's called his damaged work. So hmm. in 2008, so not too recent, but in Melbourne, he was... Wait, so he's been all over the world. So that's the thing that really, really interested me, is that even though he's anonymous, he, mm-hmm. he's so famous. Um, and his, his huh. I think I forgot to mention this, his graffiti style is not, like, tagging. It's not a lot of, it's not a lot of, like, cool lettering. He does a lot of stencil work. So okay. So it's, like, yeah. hyper-realistic stencils. Okay. So it's, like... Gotcha. Um, like, illustrations, but not stylized. They're all very hyper-realist. Okay, gotcha. Hyper-realistic. Uh-huh. Um, so, like, one, like, if you could imagine, like, a lot of, like, kids in, like, gas masks, like, a little girl with, like, you know, a gun to her head, oh, wow. but, like, yeah. out the other side is, like, butterflies, so, like, very, okay. like, very jarring, uh-huh. but also, like, flip coin inspiring and, like, just yes. very, like, loud. Gotcha. Like, you, can, like you, you will look at this. Uh-huh. Like you, uh-huh. It's not like you, like, glance at it and keep walking. It's like, oh, I want to uh-huh. see that. Yeah. yeah. I thought this was interesting. I think this is it. Oh, yeah. Okay, this is it. It's called Love is in the Bin. And it was something that he was doing live. Like a painting oh. that he was doing live. And while mm-hmm. he was doing it, it was being up for auction. Uh-huh. And so it's this little girl, um, you know, black. with, And she's looking at like a floating balloon, uh, heart-shaped balloon. Uh-huh. And let me see if I can find it again. And it was like as he was painting it, it started going into a paper shredder, 
Wait, why? So I don't, oh. Yeah, I don't, I don't, let me see if I can find it again. So it's this image. <laughs> okay. Um, we can probably put a picture of it. Yeah, we'll, we'll it share some, we'll share these artists' works so you can see, um, And I'm sure, artists. like, it's one of those things where I'm sure, like, once you look at it, you're like, oh, I've heard of that. So, yeah, so, um, the painting sold at auction for over, like, $1.3 million. Wow. Within seconds of the gavel drop so, the, you know, the end of the auction, the canvas began sliding out of the bottom of the frame and into a shredder. What's happening? Um, the audible sound of a siren and to the surprise exclamations of all the attendees at the uh, auction. The shredder stopped when the canvas was about halfway through. Banksy has said this stop was unplanned and that he intended to shred the entire thing. So it's like almost like um, a commercialism so like I'm literally just painting this thing it's disposable it really doesn't mean anything but you just paid me like 1.3 million dollars well does he still well how does that work does he still get that money listen 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 listen. (laughs) so it the work was housed in a deep frame and was plugged in to facilitate built-in electric lights which powered the hidden paper shredder so it was like the paper shredder was built into the frame. So then the picture oh was dropping. God. But now after the shredding, there was a negotiation with the buyer to confirm the sale. And they still bought it half shredded. So now it looks Stop like this. Stop it. It's Stop literally just it. half in the frame and then half shredded out of the frame. And it still went for $1.3 million. Do you think they were doing that to be spiteful? Like, like you think you're going to teach us that we're still going to buy it and spend a million dollars on it anyway? I think it almost like it's one of those things where it almost made it more valuable because it was so up. It There's was so a big story behind it. Was it. So, yeah. yeah, it was so powerful. I don't know. It's I mean, I guess those, like it's just one of those silly art things. <laughs> I know. I do. I mean, I do get like art is obnoxiously expensive sometimes, a lot of times, and so I can appreciate that statement of um, like, yeah, you just spent this crazy amount of money for this. Yeah, it, it is disposable, and or maybe he just maybe he's kind of controlling a little bit. He wanted just, he, he controls his art mm-hmm. where it goes, what it is, mm-hmm. who has it. He's able to see it, but this guy sounds real fun. Yeah. So he's still around and he's alive. He's still around. I th- they say that, you know, if he is this Robert dude, that he's probably about almost 50. So he's born in like the late seventies. So do you think maybe like he'll on his deathbed, you know what? I'm out. Know, like me, who knows if he'll, um, you know, like, release or reveal his identity i almost hope that he doesn't he's he's so famous just under his pseudonym mm-hmm. so banksy yeah banksy it sounds very 40s to me like a yeah like gangstery but like yeah. old-timey gangster uh-huh uh-huh yeah yeah all right so yeah i mean he is and truly 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 mm-hmm. is the only i feel like there are two in my head and this could be very stereotypical of me there in my head there are two like leagues of mm-hmm. graffiti, mm-hmm. and it's like these are um, either like kids, or like <laughs> teens, like the youths yeah. of the day. Like uh-huh. I want to go out and do something illegal, but I don't want anybody to see me until uh-huh. it's daytime, and I'm yeah. gonna tag this fire hydrant or the side of this building or whatever. Uh-huh. And then there are people who are taking graffiti to a neck to a different level, and yeah. it's like this is a form of artwork. It has yeah. a lot of other tendrils of um, yeah. activism and. Uh-huh. Um, you know, whatever they stand for or believe in mm-hmm. um, and different, you know, I just feel like there's a whole spectrum of reasons why you would graffiti a public item in the dark. I know, I know, yeah. Around the 80s, I think, is when the stencil started to become a little bit more popular mm-hmm. with the graffiti, but, but yeah, before, well, 
This is according to Wikipedia and everything. But, but yeah, like, kind of when it was first, they started using aerosol paint. And that's when they did, like, the bubble letters and everything yeah. like that. Yeah. Which we're going to try. <laughs> but, okay, let me tell you about my man. My man, Cornbread. Um, so, <laughs> according to Spray... Cornbread McCroy? Yes. According to Spray <laughs> SprayPlanet.com, he was the first modern-day graffiti artist, and his name was Daryl... Uh, in quotes, Cornbread McCroy or McCray. This is in 1965, and he was 12 years old. And oh, so, dude. I know, he was really young, and he was housed in Philadelphia's Youth Development Center, so he kind of had a troubled upbringing. Um, he got his name Cornbread because he just, Gina, he just loved cornbread so you know much. <laughs> I, 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 Maybe you could be Cincinnati Chili. <gasps> that could be your artist name. Mm. Okay. Okay. Think about that one. What if I would just want to be like noodle (laughs) (laughs) or like ice cream? (laughs) Or what if I just like toast? Toast. I really like toast. (laughs) I think that's awesome. I think if I can be popcorn, you can certainly be toast. <laughs> um, but here, Brown, uh, thanks for listening to Failure Art Party. This is a uh, toast to my best friend, Cornbread. We're here. Oh no, Cornbread, popcorn, 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 yes. toast. Uh huh. Yeah. So silly. Oh, so silly. So he would. So he just actually just sprayed it, spray painted the words Cornbread everywhere. Like, anywhere he could find, Was Gina. He, did he, like, go by Cornbread, though? Or was it, like, a secret nickname? Like, did like when people saw Cornbread everywhere, like, oh, freaking Cornbread. <laughs> like, what's he doing? So, I think, I feel like that name was half given, half he just loved Cornbread. But to the point, like, the social workers thought, like, he had a mental illness. Like, he OCD. loved Cornbread. Though. And he just couldn't stop spray painting Cornbread everywhere. Like, the words. So they knew it was him when they saw Cornbread. I think so. Yeah, they knew it was him. But it was also kind of, like... He'd also encourage his friends at the center to do it too. So it was again discouraging them from doing other harmful ways no, of wasting like time, taking like yeah. um, ownership of things that technically were not theirs. Yes, but because they didn't have anything, they were living at this youth center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like yeah, and I, you know, I'd rather see cornbread than a dick pic <laughs> every day, <laughs> every time. <laughs> Sorry, there's a helicopter. All right, all right. Okay, oh, good. That's good. Okay. Um, so, um, so he yeah he joined forces with uh, some so these graffiti artist names are real fun, but it's Cool Earl and Cool Klepto Kid. <laughs> cool Klepto Kid. I'm sorry, this is on one of my little like stupid things that I can't keep straight in my head. So uh-huh. Klepto, yeah, is stealing, isn't it? Kleptomaniac. Does that mean you steal, or is that the, is that the one where you think you're sick all the time? That's hypochondria. Hypochondria. Yeah, I can't get those things the same. So the klepto must Kleptomaniac is just like you cannot, like, you just must steal. You must steal. Okay. Interesting. So he, you know, him and his friends. Let me they had some check com- that Yes, please. They had their own compulsions. But so what's interesting, you were telling me how Banksy snuck into the London Zoo. Mm-hmm. So, so apparently the papers reported that... Um, Impulse control disorder that results in an irresistible urge to steal. Yes. All right, so cool Klepto kid. So when cornbread, cornbread and, ooh, that's loud. Is it landing right on the house? Oh my God. Okay, to be fair, one of my neighbors is a Coast Guard pilot and he always does um, flyovers because he lives right next door because his kids love it. So that's probably Gary. Shout out to Gary. Hey, dude. That is 
usually his wife will text me saying, hey, Gary's going to do a flyover, but, um, I, I mean, she doesn't every so, time, so okay. maybe him. So if you, I was, you know, I was going to, like, probably edit out that, probably not, so okay, so Gina's neighbor just, like, flies low over their house to say hi to this kid. Yeah. Gary. Gary. Hey, Gary. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tell me he's on the podcast. Okay. <laughs> All right. My husband's a Navy pilot. He used to, he, but he flies trainer planes right now. He's an instructor. So he used to fly helicopters when we lived back in Jacksonville. Oh, okay. Um, but Gary flies. Um, I mean, he, he seemed teams. fairly low. Uh, he was. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was really. All right. Very yeah, cool. Gary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, um. And I'm um, sorry if that wasn't you, Gary. I don't want to get you in trouble or anything. Oh, I don't think, it's, I don't think it works. Does it out. matter? Does the Navy get mad about that? I don't think so. He's Coast Guard, so I have Oh, to Coast Guard. Yeah, I bet Coast Guard probably, you know, <laughs> have a little bit more fun to play around. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, so. So, um, so yeah, so this, so this cornbread man, yeah, when he got together with Klepto Kid, so they both have, you know, maybe possibly some OCD tendencies of. He's just got to spray paint cornbread, and the Klepto Kid's just got to steal. steal. Just got to steal. Maybe he's stealing the spray paint. Maybe? When what for- a team. It did say they they joined forces, so. Um, but a paper did mistakenly report that he had died in a gang Corn shooting. Guy? Yeah, but he didn't. So he snuck into... <laughs> he just lived that dead life? No, he, he was like, I guess he was upset about it, so he snuck into the Philadelphia Zoo and he wrote, like, Cornbread Lives. <laughs> Wow, okay. Yeah. Um, and that's how he became a legend. And he did, he did end up going to jail for that, but he just, like, I think he just... Graffiti more in jail. Sure. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so um, that kind of that is that kind of led me to um, inspire. I want. Yeah, I really want to give us uh, graffiti names, and I for the rest of the podcast we got to go by call each other that. So I I am gonna be popcorn because if I had OCD and if I let if it came out in the form of art, I probably would spray paint popcorn. Everywhere, because I, I eat make, it. Uh, how do you make it? The word popcorn? Well, yeah. I mean, you can it. make your tag look like popcorn. I, I know, it's because it's got like round little... Mm-hmm. We'll do it. We'll do it. We'll do it. I, and when I eat popcorn, it's, it's so mindless. Like, I just grit like big handfuls, and I just like shovel them in my mouth. Sure. And I just can't stop. So I love popcorn. <laughs> you heard it here first. I'm in love with popcorn. So, <laughs> if anyone who likes popcorn out there is interested in Marissa, you let us know. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> so, Gina, have you given any... I know this is a lot of pressure. Like, I, you were just talking. I love noodle. I think that's a great one. Or toast. I love chocolate. I mean, you know me. I, like, I feel like one of my biggest identifiers at work is just that I snack <laughs> all the time. I just always have yeah. treats in my desk. Uh-huh. Do you have a favorite? What's your favorite treat? I just love candy and chocolate and everything. Mostly chocolate. I would eat chocolate for only chocolate for the rest of my mm. life. How can we make chocolate sound um, a little more street? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, cocoa. So then an illusion. Cocoa. Or toast. Toast. Just I, toast. Like, I like buttered toast with jam. Can we just call it buttered toast? Sure. Okay, you're going to be buttered toast. And you're popcorn. And I'm popcorn. So, from now on, in this episode, this is buttered toast and popcorn. Great. All right, toast. So, let me go to... (laughs) Um, So, now, let's just really get into it. Um, This will probably be a long episode, just because there's so much here to graffiti. And actually, I kind of, like, I like it a lot. 
And it speaks to just being, feeling, giving art back to the people a little bit. So I think, I think that's awesome. Um, so we're starting the process. So you, I showed you that video. Yes, Marissa, Marissa this morning did send me a YouTube video that you, had a couple. popcorn. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Miss Popcorn. <laughs> Miss Popcorn. Miss <laughs> Popcorn. Okay. Did send me a YouTube video this morning before she came over about a couple different techniques mm -hmm. and um, a couple, so not only techniques and how to, uh, how to graffiti and use basically a spray can and, but also like what the different, almost like genres of graffiti. So like there's like a mm -hmm. tag, which everyone mostly is probably familiar with, which yeah. is just your name, but written in a different cool it, way every time. Yeah. And it's very stylized and like you're not supposed to really, it's, it's not read, right. It's not very readable. And I think that's going to be hard. I think for me to, to, to be that stylized. Sure. Me too. Um, so also yeah. another cool thing that uh -huh. I thought this was cool. So I, one of my other art hobbies is like lettering, like brush lettering oh, I, I, okay. and calligraphy. So uh -huh. I truly do love playing with letters, Okay. Um, yeah. but I usually make it look legible and pretty, <laughs> which is the opposite of this. <laughs> so I think that oh, yeah, hobby yeah. is already going to put me behind a little bit. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and it kind of depends how we're we're trying to do. I mean, graffiti truly is you can you're just writing. Mm -hmm. In I guess we're not doing graffiti in that we're we're not doing it for public view right now, and it, it's not. Um, Gina's giving me permission to do it. Yeah, and to set the stage, we just uh, we just taped some big old construction paper up on my fence in my backyard. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yes. we disclaimer: we are not permanently vandalizing anything in our neighborhood I know in our very suburban wanted. neighborhood yeah. yeah yeah and marissa brought some like particle board over that we can i did with. i think yes. another daunting thing about graffiti is that it's like quick and permanent it's not like <laughs> it's not like art like paint no. where you could like fix it it's like you pu you push that spray button and it's uh -huh. like at the nozzle and it's there I know. There's no way but to erase it. There's you, no way to... If you use multiple colors, maybe you can use other colors to, like, wipe sure. over other colors. But I feel like, yeah. like once you push it, like, you gotta go. You, you gotta, gotta, like, go. do it slowly. You have to yeah. do it fast. It's that makes pressure. me nervous. I'm so I slow. I, I work slowly. That Yeah, that's true. That is This is kind of, like, art under pressure. And, yeah, I mean, if you're, so if if you're vandalizing, time. you gotta get in you and get time. out. Get in, get out. Yeah, you don't uh, have time. Yeah. So, yeah, they have the tag, the... There's the thromp? Um, the throw up. <laughs> so there's, okay, so you can do, like, you can do one color, and it's kind of like a single line that stylized letters, and then you can do block letters still in one color, and then you can do two block. different colors yeah, with, like, like a, a shadow, mm -hmm. a fill and, and a shadow, and then, and it kind of evolves to making it gradually more readable. Yeah. Um, and then... Um, yeah, like one of them was specifically so you could read it. So you uh -huh. get a little more neat and a little more um, less stylized, more actual block lettering. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then it kind of gets into like more mural-like stuff where it's like not only are you adding your letters, but then you add like little things mm -hmm. in your letters and like make yeah. it more artsy. Yeah. I forgot yeah. what all they are called. Were those the ones near the end? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um... And we, I will also leave a link to that video if anybody wants to try this at home. Very basic. Yep. Yeah. Very beginner. Uh-huh. Truly just, this is what graffiti is. This is what graffiti is. And I was inspired to, because this is interesting, I was inspired, but also I have a lot of leftover spray paint from Hydro Dip. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a perfect, 
culmination. Um, so let me, before we head over, um, let me um, just really quickly, I found a video that goes over the spray can technique. So for you guys out there, just to give you like just kind of a, because it is kind of like working with spray paint is not like working with like a pencil or a paintbrush. It's a, it's a lot different. So you, you have to consider if you have a high pressure can or a low pressure can. If you have a high pressure can, the lines are going to be thicker and it's harder to control. Low pressure, thinner lines, easier to control. Mm -hmm. how, and you have to think about also how much pressure are you applying with your finger pressing on the cap. And then um, closer to the wall you are, you do get a thinner line, but you're more likely to drip. Drip. But I feel like sometimes it's cool when you drip. That's true. We can play around a little yeah. bit, see what it is, yeah. And then um, think about your wrist action. So if you... It's all in the wrist. It's all in the wrist, like bowling. You have to... <laughs> Um, which I was, I, uh, actually I got most improved in bowling when I took it in college. <laughs> you took a bowling class? I wasted so many. <laughs> that was an oh. option? Yeah, I took a bowling class. In undergrad. A, yes, yeah, not in grad school. That would have been incredible. But no, uh, bowling, uh, belly dancing, rock climbing, tennis. I, uh. Wow. I know, you know. I took actually a lot, so this is a little on brand, but I took like, I almost got an art history minor in undergrad. Shut up. Yeah, and wow. I, I took like a studio art class. It's never too late, Gina. I know. Well, when we do become rich off of this podcast, <laughs> I think you'll be able to... You can fund more of my art habit. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, you want to keep your wrist really straight and parallel to the board. Otherwise, if you like kind of like flop your wrist, it's going to spray everywhere. And, like kind of get more dissolved and yes. focused or whatever. Um, and then you can work on doing flares where that you start far away from the board and then get closer and it kind of gives like a, like a cone cone look. Yeah. And then, um, and then the, and I will also leave this guy's video, uh, in, in our, um, description, episode description as well. But he said, you gotta use your whole body. Not just, don't so you gotta get in it. Gotta get in it. Bend the knees. Bend the knees. Think about your back. Think about your shoulders and your elbow. And it's just like this whole experience. So we're going to try to use our bodies today. All right. So um, let's head outside. All right. So Toast and I are outside and uh, we have our masks on because uh, fumes. Yeah. And my husband found us an old piece of drywall oh in my the garage. So we have a bigger... We have a bigger canvas than we initially thought. I'm that so excited. The wind. Yeah, sorry this about this. This is going to be so windy. good, I think. And Gina and I practice some of our uh, styles a little bit. So, Gina, oh, toast. Oh my gosh. Buttered toast. Toast. <laughs> yeah, buttered toast. Toast for short. Toast for short. Yeah, yeah. But if we're being formal, it's buttered toast. Mrs. Buttered Toast. <laughs> um, Mr. Buttered Toast. Yeah. Is that here with baby buttered toast? Yeah, 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 there he is. That's her baby toast. Oh, <laughs> uh, little jam. Oh, honey. Toast and jam. Yeah. So, um, so you are going to do the style known as extinguisher, and this makes your letters legible. This makes the letters legible, and I truly don't know if it was just this one picture, the one sample that we looked at, but um, it's just like a really elongated, really narrow and skinny way to write your word, and then I'm going to add a little things that make it look like a piece of toast. I love that. I think that's perfect. Great. Okay. So you, what colors are you going to start off with? I am going to use orange and gold and maybe some black. Okay. 
That's great. So remember, so you, the, like the techniques we talked about kind of, honestly, if you want to like play around just for a second. I was say, can we use maybe the little yeah, canvas yeah. to see like what our, what our sprays are going to feel like uh -huh. and look like? That's a good idea. Right. Practice. All right. I'm going to open this really beautiful orangey color. All right. Shake it up. Gloss. Real orange. It says real orange? Real. It's not real. Fake. Not fake. Not here. Yeah, fast makes it really kind of dissolve. Uh-huh. And then you said you could start close and go far or start far and go close. Start start far and go closer. And then Okay. Like really far? Yeah, so it's, it's yeah. That's I like the drips. Alright, Gene's gonna do drip. I I <laughs> there's a style to the drip, even though the one guy said not to drip. Who cares? Let's drip a little. I feel like when you see graffiti artists one so fast that this because they do it all the time right yeah no i mean but is there like is there yeah. a speed element to this yeah you, you don't want the cops to catch you <laughs> <laughs> you've got i think five minutes or less gotta get out of there look at this i love it I love it. All right, now you're going in with the gold? Going in with gold. I don't know why or where or when. Just no, follow your heart. Okay, you, the sirens are coming, Gina. You gotta get out of here. Ooh, the gold is not as pretty as I anticipated. All right, all right, all right. Yay! And you got out of there and you're good. We'll let that dry and I can do my style. <laughs> Uh, I can I can just try to do my graffiti this way. Right. Okay. So I'm do you did extinguisher and I'm did I believe it's the throw up. Throw it up. <laughs> throw it up. With the throw up, um, I'm going to so I'm gonna write popcorn, and uh, but you don't know necessarily that it is popcorn. Maybe a little bit. Maybe if you use your imagination, you'll kind of figure out that it is popcorn. So this is making the letters half legible really bubbly very stylized and i'm also maybe do some shading with it as well okay so let me go grab <laughs> i can't with mine <laughs> i love it i know someday ay, ay, ay. somebody's gonna find this and just like somebody really loved toast <laughs> they really <laughs> all right let's see well, popcorn, I think of butter as well. So maybe yellow, yellow, black. Oh, that's black. Perfect. Okay. All right. And then I think I'll do a little like pink too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm going to, do you want to practice on the back of this one? Sure. And then if you perfect your popcorn on that one, you can put it with my toast and then we can have just the, the perfect, perfect, the perfect. Yes. The perfect duo, toast and popcorn. We should have thought of something that went with popcorn, like M&M's or something. M&M, I think that, that one's probably taken. Or, am or I caramel. The wrapper. Yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah, no Marshall Mathers here. He's from Detroit, though. Shout out. Shout out. All right, Marissa. Yeah, ooh, that is a perfect butter color. Yeah, it is, but I wonder, maybe I kind of want to make this the highlight, right? And then the darker. Sure. So it kind of gets absorbed into this like particle board a little bit, but 
If you're doing it on top of the black, maybe it won't get absorbed as much. That's true. On top of the black. Oh, okay, okay. Let me try the black too. And maybe move if you move a little slower. Okay. And then it won't be as cloudy. It is also really windy. There you go. Oh yeah, she pink. Do you want to? There we go. There we go. Oh yeah. Okay. There we go. Are you worried about getting it on the house? Um, you shouldn't probably get it on the house. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like that. There you go. Okay. All right, Maris. What color are you gonna start with? All right. So I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna start with black outline for the letters and making them as bubbly as, as possible. And I'm gonna fill it in with pink and then highlight with yellow. Great. <laughs> Speed is everything. Speed is paramount. Okay. All right, she's going for it, guys. Can you hear it? A little in. Yeah! yeah. Sweet, we made it. Woo! Oh, there was a bunch of dog poop right there. Oh. <laughs> I got poop on my toes! Oh no! Gross! <laughs> There's dog poop on my toes! <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I got a picture of free dog poop. Alright, now Marissa's going over to fill in her out her black outline with a really bright kind of like neon pink. Uh oh, but don't run out. Don't run out. Ah! Oh yeah. Okay. Ooh, now she's going in like she's knowing she knows what's exactly is going on. <laughs> That's the key. That's an O? That's I think so. Squeeze, Marissa, squeeze. The yellow, and now I'm gonna try to do a little highlight on the outside. Okay. Do a drip. Drip. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. Okay. We're do a drip. Yeah. Popcorn symbol. A piece of popcorn. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, does it look like a penis? <laughs> I meant like this. <laughs> it looks like a butt. Just a little booty. Great. No. Yeah, we're done. Okay. Popcorn and toast. Popcorn Add it again. and toast. Add it again. Yeah. 
antics. Ah. <laughs> Wait, so we didn't get a picture with the poop on there, did we? We probably don't want to upset people. Did I? <laughs> I don't know. All right, sometimes during failure, you get a little poop on your art. <laughs> this kind of happens. All right, okay, awesome. So now Gina is doing it tag graffiti. Uh, Toast is doing tag graffiti, but she's doing the name Gina, which is her true name. It's my formerly known as name. Formerly known name, yep. Oh, it's silver. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, nice. All right, here she goes. Judy. Ooh. Oh. You got them drips that you like. Oh. That's like really fun and stylized. Oh, I like. Oh. Okay, that, oh, and I like how the light blue on top of the dark blue adds a really nice effect, I think. Yeah. This is my problem. I would never be able to just be like, I'm done. That is a problem when we do our art is when to step away. It's really hard to know. See? Yeah. Should have stepped away. <laughs> I do like it though. It says a lot. Very stylized. All right. Do you want to take a picture? Oh, yeah. Okay. And then, Rex, you gonna do your name tag? Yeah, I think so. What's your middle name? Yasmin. I'm Y. M Y H. Um, I love that. I never knew that. Yeah, yeah. It sounds exotic. <laughs> Is it a family name? No, but it's, it's Middle Eastern. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Um, okay, so I think maybe I might do like Marhab or something. Or, Ooh, or Marhab. Marhab, and try to make that really taggy and stylish like, yeah, like, yeah really so the I lines really but i feel like all graffiti's like angled i won't even try to i guess like we did doodle a little bit before we went with the spray yeah, paint let this one flow i'm gonna let this one flow okay all right all right all right all right here we go marissa picked out two very neon colors like a neon highlighter yellow and a neon like neon neon pink uh, so i'm gonna do do and tag and i'm just gonna let this flow see where it takes me i'm gonna get in the right head Use your body. Use your body. Oh, yeah, I gotta use my body. All right, use my body. Okay, how to use my body? All right, just going in with the yellow first. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, yes. There okay, we, go. we got the outline good. So Marissa's doing Marhab for first three letters of first name, first three letters of last name, and kind of in a little scripty, a scripty font. Isn't that an R? Yeah. Okay. But it's also a B at the bottom. Oh, okay, good, good, good. Yeah, good, good. yeah, yeah. So there's, there's, there's kind of a reason. You gotta really push hard sometimes. Push it, push it. I like the three up, three down. Uh, what's the three up, three down? Three letters up, three letters oh, down. Yeah. Okay. So you're not supposed to be able to tell what it is, right? Sure, yeah. It's, it's abstract. Yeah. And then I'm gonna do a little flower. Flower it up. Oh, I like the flower. Okay, there we go. Marham. With some drippies. With a little drip. A little drip action. I don't know why I like the drips. Okay, I, okay. All right, maybe we'll take a final picture. I'll, I'll bring this over here. We'll do a final side-by-side -side yeah. picture.
All right, Gina and I are back inside here to wrap up our graffiti experience. Yeah. Um, I had a good time. Gina, tell me some of the thoughts. Your thoughts. Yeah, we were just saying that it's a nice, fast craft. It's not like a craft that you can just do all the time. Cause, like, uh -huh. Sure. Unless you just you want to graffiti your own house. Sure. On your own fence. Yeah. Um, but I, I think I'd only do that if you were really a good graffiti artist. <laughs> Which we are not. <laughs> and if you ever want to sell your house, maybe it would be cool, but if, if you're not good at graffiti... Just paint right over. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely clear the dog poop. Mm, oh, we did. Yes. If you do this in your backyard, you have a dog, there's poop. And it's windy. The board can fall down and a turd might land, um, right in there. Right in there over toast. Mm -hmm. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know if we got to I like this crap because yeah. it's, um, like the possibilities are truly endless. Yeah. Yeah. But like, but I do understand that, like, if you become proud of, like, a tag that you've made and you're like, oh yeah, this is it. This one feels right. Like, I don't want to put it everywhere. Right, right, yeah. Like, yeah, like cornbread. Yeah. Cornbread? <laughs> I want to look at pictures of cornbread tag. <laughs> it's just, like, in black lettering, he says cornbread. Oh, I don't okay. know. He really just loves it. Maybe he does more with it. Just, that's just the ones that I saw. Yeah, yeah, I liked that, how quick this was, too. Other crafts that we've done on this podcast have taken quite a bit of time. Mm -hmm. But with graffiti, actually, a bulk of this was really just discussing the history of it, which was interesting in itself. Which is good, because we truly knew nothing. Yeah, and it really does depend on, you know, like, how hard you press. Sometimes the paint would kind of fade out a little bit, and mm -hmm. i just have to press a little harder and get a little bit closer for it to catch on the board. It um, does seem like some of the bottles were made a little bit differently, too, or some of them had, like... The paint would come out in a line, and so like, uh -huh. depending on how you sprayed, you were either getting a thick or a thin. Yes. And some some nozzles had just truly like a you know like a circle, where it like didn't really matter where you. That's true. Yeah, I think it depends on the nozzle too, yeah. and we I different depends on the brand and like I'm, we did no research. <laughs> no, we did no research. These are just spray paint. I bet there's like a preferred. I bet there's like a preferred graffiti brand. There probably is. Yeah. I Google could tell me that. Okay, we can find that up really quick. I still have a lot of spray paint left over, so <laughs> maybe I've got to think of another spray craft to do. Montana Black apparently has good spray paint. For, specifically for graffiti? Mm -hmm. Okay. Apparently Montana oh, Black. Oh, bag was Rust-Oleum Painter's Touch. We had a couple, we had a couple of those. What, the, which one? Yeah. Rust-Oleum Painter's Touch. Okay. So, truly, just, you know, whatever. Fine one. Oh. Yeah, and it's, I guess, the nice thing about spray paint, it goes, it can really go on any surface, cement, mm -hmm. cardboard, stone, brick, brick. Yeah. Used it on drywall and wood. If I had, my dream one day is to have, like, a big, like, artist space where I just can get paint everywhere. It's, my apartment is halfway there now, but, mm. um, <laughs> but, like, really, truly, maybe I own it, so it's a little bit <laughs> So I can really do whatever I want. Yeah. But, you know, maybe it's something I might experiment with more later. But it kind of need, um, needs space. Mm -hmm. and need and need property. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Gina, do you have any final thoughts? No, thanks for having me today. Yeah. Thank you, as always, sharing your, your uh, knowledge and your time and your house. Yeah. And... Keep on crafting. Sorry for all the weird um, sound interruptions. I bet everyone really likes it. <laughs> I'm sure. Because you know what? This is we're not I we're not professionals. <laughs> we're not in a studio. No. We're in a kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. In a backyard. In a backyard. Right. <laughs> With poop. Lots <laughs> so, of poop. <laughs> so uh, 
uh, follow Failure Art Party on Instagram. Um, you will see the graffiti pictures there. And mm-hmm. uh, again, you can email failureartparty at gmail if you want to give any ideas you think it would be a fun, artistic yeah. thing to try. Also, Failure Art Party on Facebook. So thanks, everyone, for listening. And see you next time. Bye. Marissa had a failure at the party. Marissa had a failure at the party. Marissa had a failure at the party. And at the next one, she'll have another failure.